0: Kilo Vault. Joe Elliott of Def Leppard has just called. Oh, yeah, really, yeah. And let's see here. I'm Red Noise, by golly. That's who I am. Oh, please, now. And here we go. Welcome inside the Kilo Vault. Great episode today because it's a, a guy who wins despite everyone else. And hopefully it'll turn you into a, a great new comedian, man. Really smart cat. And, and this story is pretty unbelievable how long he's been uh, chasing this dream. I knew Brad Upton was a great comedian after I was hit up and asked, hey, do you want to interview this comedian named Brad Upton? It's like, well, I never heard of the guy. Send me his stuff. So they did links to his shows and uh, his internet YouTube specials. And I was like, wow, this guy's really dialed in, real funny. And I was like, yeah, hell yeah. I want to, I want to check the guy out. Let's set up the interview. And that's why I started kind of digging in to find out who he is. And uh, all I really knew was he was a former teacher that, that turned into a comedian and recently, I think it's 2019 is when his first special went real viral. I think that one has racked up some 16 million hits or something ridiculous like that. So, and then watching his first special, I was like, yeah, oh, this guy looks like one of my old cool high school teachers. Very fun and uh, very critical of uh, kids doing stupid stuff, which teachers are very good at picking that out. So that was the story. I was like, oh, he's a teacher turned comedian. That's great. Really smart. Um, can't wait to talk more with the guy then to learn exactly how long he's been su- uh, pursuing this dream after he left teaching, staggering. And it just shows you how the dynamics have shifted when it comes to someone becoming a successful comedian. Or even artists. I mean, this has worked you know, for, for different uh, talented people uh, across all these social platforms. Someone just has something. It gets noticed. and next thing you know, they're big. But it is definitely a different model than it, what it used to be to. Try to, to make it in the uh, tough world of entertainment. So all this is conquered an in interview, so I'm not going to even waste it. Um, he joined us just to talk about his specials and maybe just probably get his name out there because the more people who hear him, yeah, he's going to garnish more and more fans. He is truly the man. Let's pick it up. Comedian Brad Upton here inside the Kilo Vault. All right, 94.3 Kilo. I can't tell you how, how excited I am for our guest here this morning. Brad Upton with a bunch of specials online Uh, Amazing story With his rise to success And let him tell you a little about himself here tell
1: you uh, a little bit of myself I am recently a widower If everything went as planned (laughs) These are
0: jokes
1: folks, relax
0: Just jokes, just jokes Some of the smartest jokes I've heard in a long time uh, Mr. Upton, good morning. Thank you so much for joining us here this morning.
1: Good morning. Thanks for having me. People love and hate that joke right
0: there. It's funny. You have a few like that where people kind of like uh, a couple laugh and a couple are like, hey, wait a second. You yeah, they, I suck them in hard on that joke. And then they're, they're like, oh, man, you gotta be good. Uh, zip it around. Uh, Boomer Triggers, Gen Z Snowflakes with like 16 million served. I'm not done yet with a few 1000000 We'll be funny for money. That was your first uh, kind of official special, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And it blew up. And uh, nobody nobody more surprised than me because I've been out there a long time doing these shows.
0: But it's funny because I, I was not familiar until we set this whole thing up. And I was just sent some video saying, hey, you want to talk to this guy? And I watched the video. I was like, yeah, yeah, I want to talk to this guy. And it was. Yeah, I first, well, thanks. When I first saw it, I was like, man, this guy just seems like a cool teacher I had in like high school or something like that for some reason. You just kind of had the vibe. And then I read your bio afterwards. I was like, you were a school teacher back. Yeah. Back. Uh, what school, what grades you teach? I taught fourth graders in Pasco, Washington
1: at Ruth Livingston Elementary School. Cool. You and, did that. Uh, in, yeah, in, and then went to stand up. And you know what? Entertaining a room full of drunks and a bunch of 10 year olds is not a big <laughs> career change.
0: Right? It's just the hour's change. Instead of doing it in the morning, you're doing it in the middle of the night. That's exactly right. But the audience is nearly the same. Wow. So, okay. So we turned from school teacher to comedian in 1984. Um, and then you've really garnished the most success here in the last five years or so, right?
1: Overnight success, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Overnight I, success. I I blew up in year thirty four of my career. I was I was literally winding down, and then all of a sudden I blew up. So
0: that is awesome because I mean you know the internet has kind of reset the the model for for comedians to succeed. It Used to be you have to kiss some ass, you have to get an agent. That agent right. would have to get you on a talk show like back in the day, Carson or Letterman or something like that. And there was a lot of things that would have to go right to be successful, right?
1: Exactly. And now I
0: blew up. I'll tell you what's
1: funny is I blew up in the internet. I've never had management or or an agent or anything. And then after I blew up and started selling tickets, suddenly they were interested in me.
0: <laughs> right? It's funny how it works that way, huh?
1: Yeah, funny how that works that way. Isn't like, it?
0: Where were you? So where were you? We'll help you. Uh, okay. Yeah. So I, I know you, I'm sure you'll have the official numbers. But just kind of imagine, uh, if you could, what it would take. So you've been doing this since 1984. If you just continued to do shows at at clubs and and do just club tours, um, how many years would it take for you just just to amass the viewers for Boomer Triggers? 16 million. How many years do you think from 1984 until, let's say, 2019, do you think you even put yourself in front of 16 million people or anywhere close to that? there's
1: no way. I'd have to work until the 23rd century. Right, yeah, wow. absolutely, yeah. It's weird. No, it blows my mind. That's the beauty of the internet: is people find people
0: now. You know, they
1: if if they if something resonates with them, they start sharing
0: it, and it's amazing. Yeah, really amazing. Just a great story. Brad Upton is our guest, and I was all right. So I pulled up a Wikipedia, and uh, I was like, "This isn't the right guy," but I think it is. You're jazz no, musician?
1: No, that isn't the right guy, and it drives me nuts. Because uh, my my photos are attached to that page. Yeah, and I've tried several times to get them to take it down. I've met that guy before. He he was he used to live in the in the Denver area. Really, and uh, and I met him at a show one night. He came out to a show. We sat there and had drinks. Had a good time. And uh, we swapped CDs. Even I have his CD, but that's that? not me. That's not me. I am not a jazz musician. That's I'm not funny.
0: 71 or 72 years old or whatever it is. Because the Wikipedia page is very stripped down too. And uh, yeah, and I was like, wow, I was like, this is a very humble guy, and it, and it leads. It's not a comedian, you know, actor, uh, former teacher, jazz musician. It's like a you know, well-renowned jazz musician. I think comedians like third. And, yeah.
1: And my photo's attached to
0: it. Yeah. That's Drives me crazy. Wow. I don't know how to fix it. Who'd have thought an unpoliced information site could go astray?
1: Can you believe it? Something on Wikipedia. (laughs) Can you believe it? It's not accurate.
0: It is so weird. Um, let's, Let's talk Olympics. I mentioned off there, you are now broadcasting in Olympic City, USA, home of the U.S. Olympic Paralympic Museum. Isn't that amazing? That is cool, and uh, I
1: love the Olympics. I really do. I love watching the Winter Olympics, and I love the Summer Olympics. I actually thought I would, I might get close to qualifying for the Olympic trials in uh, 1984 and the 110-meter high hurdles. So I had an Olympic dream myself at one time.
0: For, for reals are you wikipedia me? No,
1: no, no that's true. I ran the 110-meter oh, high hurdles. Wow. The, uh the qualifying time at that time was 14.04 and I ran 14.40. So I was point three from qualifying for the trials. And wow. uh, so I'm always, I'm always, uh, which is quite a bit in the 110 meter high hurdles. It is, and it is point three. but uh, uh, yeah, I had that dream myself. I, I've cool. been to a, when I was, I, when I was coaching, we came to, uh, we came to the Air Force Academy and uh, I brought my team down there one time.
0: So I am very aware of it. That's cool. In um, the Boomer Trigger, there's a whole section about the Olympic Games, and you have a great one about just kind of giving people a chance to realize how fast some of these athletes are running. Selecting someone out of the crowd to go with these athletes and race alongside them just to give you perspective. That is absolutely,
1: genius. Yeah. <clears throat> I think people that – imagine the viewership, though. If you, you could do that, people would be tuning in all the time to see that. It's the same way, you know, some of the Olympic, the winter stuff, too. I don't understand. Even the moguls is fantastic. I love that. But they also judge them on style points. And I'm like, are you racing or are you dancing? I don't understand what you're doing. It'd be like giving the guy in the long jump that jumped the second longest jump but giving him the gold medal because his, his technique was better.
0: Yes, you am like, that good. doesn't work. His art yeah, you look perfect. Great. Yeah, exactly. Well, I like to... Uh, so, Brad has a great hack on how to win the biathlon. If there's any young man or woman who want to re- do the biathlon, that's the, the cross-country skiing yeah. and the shooting competition. I can't yes, no when you go
1: into the woods, one. go into the woods and, uh, you know, take out the competition. You got a rifle <laughs> on your back. And you all disappear to all the woods?
0: Th- all of a sudden, you're coming out of the woods in first place. Uh, it's genius. I'd watch that more. You know, if that was the yeah. case, it's almost like a hunting, stalking biathlon. Oh, yeah. Right.
1: Exactly. I don't know which. I don't know which comedian. There's a comedian friend of mine. I don't know. And this is his joke. But he said, "If you want to spice up the triathlon, why don't you put the swim at the end? (laughs) That would be great, right? (laughs) Yeah, run a marathon and then ride a bike 120 miles an hour, and then now swim.
0: So you you kind of seize up, you know? You get, you get.
1: <laughs> a lot cramps. of people going underwater out yeah. there in the middle
0: of a oh. lake. And then the other great idea was uh, doing a, a, a 80-year-old versus 80-year-old fights in the cage. That is also yeah. just genius. Yeah,
1: Senior cage fighting. Wouldn't you tune in for that? Yes. That's a death match. <laughs> that is a death match. Tap out, crap out, nap out. That's how that's going to end.
0: You've got to trademark that right there. Yeah, me.
1: yeah. that's the name of my tour, actually. So is, is it You're right. A- I do need to. Yeah, that's the name of the tour. Cap out, nap out, crap out.
0: Cool. I see no dates here in Colorado yet, but I've, I assume you pretty much uh, eventually will wind up here in some Oh, way, I'll get there. Right.
1: I've had a bunch of people in Colorado Springs asking me to get there, and I promise you I will get there. Uh, it's hard to get everywhere, and I've got, a, I've got a loyal fan base there in Colorado Springs, and I will get there. I promise.
0: Well, like we said, it's, like, it's that model. Do you want to do uh, you know, a few thousand people here and there, or you just want to hit a video on the web and have a couple million people viewing it within a couple days? Yeah, I'd rather do it live, and have, you know it's much
1: and it's much better as a you know this is watching the comedians. They're just it's way better live than watching it on a on a screen.
0: Uh, Brad Upton, an amazing story, busting ass and and has finally achieved uh, greatness and and really worked for me. Really, some smart stuff. I love that uh, you talk to the crowd about www and how you don't put that on on your BradUpton.com website because it's obsolete. No. And you, they say what's it short for? People are like oh, World Wide yeah. Web. All smart, and you're like yeah. <laughs> How come? Uh, that's nine syllables. Where WWW is three. It's
1: not right. short.
0: Exactly. It's not short for anything. Blew my mind. Why don't we just say World Wide Web? Yeah, much oh. easier. <laughs> Stuff like that. You just listen. Like, oh my God, he's so right. Um, yeah. And then I got some future bit material for you here. We had a story. I don't know if it was yesterday or end of last week. There's a guy who wants to start uh, Olympic style games. But there's no drug testing, so you can dope as much as you want. It goes back. There was an old bit on Saturday Night Live with Dennis Miller. Um, it was Kevin Nealon, and then the late Phil Hartman. Oh, well,
1: they were weightlifted. Yeah, yeah was, they tore their arms off. Yeah, up. It was an old yeah I remember Olympics, that.
0: They go, "Here's this Russian guy. He's on, and they, they run out all these drugs. He's on, and he's looking to you know beat the record <laughs> by four times more." And he goes, "Go!" And he just rips his arms completely off, and they're still on the weights. And full is yeah. just spitting blood everywhere. They're like, "Ooh, he'll <laughs> fill that tomorrow." So yeah, I remember that's going to be a thing. This guy claims he's going to have uh, kind of a, a lead-in here in December of next year, and then have a full all-drug Olympics. He hopes to shatter every record set in the Olympics by what he's oh, calling dreamers. Wow. What do you think?
1: Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm a I, I I like sport being uh, uh, fair. So I don't know, <laughs> I don't know. But, but his thing, his let's angle here out. too
0: his angle here is he's he's encouraging uh, you know clean uh, athletes to show up as well and prove that without even without doping you can still compete with these super humans that are on steroids or whatever right, the hell else right. they're on. So it's it's an interesting dynamic, I think. Well, we're gonna find out. Is that did you say December? Uh, next December, not this year. Next December, they're gonna have some kind of a a teaser. Like, I'm sort like a weekend competition, well, maybe just a few events, and then they say a full-blown Olympic, all-drug Olympics the following year. So, we're talking 2025.
1: Well, I'm going to make my comeback now. I'm going to get jacked up and start hurdling again. <laughs>
0: That's right. Funny. My You're, dream is dude, back alive. All his dreams have come true in the last 36 years. <laughs> he goes from uh, quitting school, 1984, becoming a comedian, and then uh, 2019, finally hitting big, and now he gets to go back and relive the dreams of hurdling. Oh, Just man. an old man all jacked up. <laughs> that would be awesome, Brad. Oh, I, I hope so. I mean, I would love to see you achieve all your goals. <laughs> all right. I'm looking forward to it. It's to serve. Um, it's www.bradupton.com. You can search on Google, too, to pull up the specials as well. But uh, you got some albums. Obviously, doing this as long as you have. And do, do you think- I do. I have several. None of them are jazz albums. Right?
1: Are you gonna maybe become a jazz? Um No, no, you don't wanna hear me pick up an <laughs> instrument or sing.
0: You should that way you'll make the wiki your own. You'll kinda own it, you know? <laughs> yeah, there you go. And then you can aspiring steroid hurdler, you can add that to your wiki lineup and you're perfect, buddy. Man, I'm
1: right, I'm taking notes right now. Thank
0: you. Uh really cool story, Brad. And I hope to see you here in town. Uh, you're more than invited to come on and take over the radio station. Come hang out with us if you like, and uh I can't wait to see you live. I'd be happy to. Thanks, Ross. Anything else you want me to plug for you, buddy? I know this is kind of weird. Oh, man, we've done it.
1: No, we've done a great job. Anybody, you know, go to my website, and all the info's there. Everything you need.
0: And uh, people also, I noted, like, a lot of the comments, it's nice to see a, uh, a comedian that's so clean. And you're not exactly clean. You just kind of leave it to the audience to fill in some of the blanks. That's exactly what I'm doing. You are very perceptive. I tiptoe along.
1: I tiptoe over towards the slightly naughty, and then I let them fill in the blanks.
0: Right? I mean, I think one of the favorite special closed with you going, you went to a mall, and some guy screamed out from the other side of the mall, Hey, yes. Brad Upton, you were great last night. My cheeks are still sore. Right.
1: And then that's anybody can put their own punchline in. Right? right. And then you
0: just kind of make an awkward face, and that was funny, and it was kind of dirty, but you're just smart, Brad. Yep. I appreciate the uh, up, the upper echelon comedy. Keep it up, okay? Well, that's high praise. I appreciate it. Thank you. Rock on. Brad, thank you for your time, man. All right, man. Take care. Take care. See Br- Brad Upton, our guest. See, what a great story, man. I love it. I love it. Someone wins despite everyone else plotting against him. It's like no no agents wanted a piece of him years ago, and suddenly I'm sure he gets a message every day. Hey, it's me, slime ball. I'd love to represent you now. But he did it, man, 1984. To chase it that long, it's very commendable because it's, it's a tough gig, man. Uh, even doing radio, you have to deal with criticism a lot and, uh, you know, weird schedules and um, there's just a, there's a lot of dynamics to it and it can really get to you, If especially if you're not tasting the success. So to to put out that long, bless him, man, just for uh, having the confidence in himself. Check out his website, World Wide Web, bradupton.com. Don't fall for that fake wiki. Hopefully he'll be able to conquer that one one day with the uh, fine folks at wikipedia like you say, who, who'd have thought huh? um an unchecked fact site goes wrong what who knew so that's cool man and that's a wrap another edition of the vault if you like what we do be sure to uh, give us a good rating give us some good comments please spread the word tell a friend and uh thanks for checking out the kilo vault